Hello and Happy New Year, everyone. I hope everyone's had a wonderful start to 2024. And I hope everyone's resolution involves consuming more pop culture tea. Because if so, I've got a treat for you. Welcome to a very special edition of The Loose Thieves. To celebrate the best season. Some might argue with me over this, but the best season is awards season. And to start, we have the Golden Globes. See, whenever I think of the Golden Globes, I always think of that Modern Family quote where Cam's like, you buy a Golden Globe, you win an Oscar. And I always think, but I don't think that. But then someone I don't want to win will win. And I'm, then I'm like, well, they obviously pay to win that. But I digress. It's all in the fun award show. Well, I say fun, it depends on who's hosting it. But it's always quite casual in comparison to the others. And I say ca casual, they're still in their fancy ball gowns, sipping their fancy champagne. But they're sat at tables rather than in rows watching the stage. So it just feels a bit more, you know, friendly. So to start, I'm going to start with my yays, my positives. Firstly, I am... I'm on the Ayo Adabiri train, height, hides. I don't know what her fans are called, but I am part of it. I just feel like she's been having a great year and a bit. And it's truly deserved. Like, she's talented. She's creative. She's funny. She's charismatic. And I'm excited to see how her career continues to progress. Because it just feels like it's going up and up and up. I'm excited to see what she does next. Um, I'm going to be honest, I haven't finished a bear. But what from what I have seen, I love. And I love her. And I love her in Bottom. So if you haven't seen Bottom, this is your reminder, your push to go check it out on streaming. I believe it's in streaming now. If not, wait. And it'll come out. <laughs> um, and seeing that she's won the Golden Globe, I feel like it's made it pretty much certain that she'll win the Emmy next week. I believe they're next week anyway. Another show, people, person, you know, who I think have strengthened their chances of winning the Emmy are Succession. Now, you might, are the people of Succession? Yeah. <laughs> now, you might be thinking Succession's a major HBO show. It's everywhere, even now it's finished. Of course, it's going to sweep. However, at the Creative Arts Emmys, it didn't sweep, really. The Last of Us swept. White Lotus did pretty well. I'm very bitter that Nicholas Brattel did not win for his score. But again, I need to push forward. I'm not talking about the Creative Arts Emmys. So I was a bit nervous going into the primetime Emmys that some of my favourites from Succession might not win. And by that is, I really want Sarah Snick to win. But she won the Golden Globe. So I feel like her chances are strengthened unless we get a crazy upset. I say we, in case I get a crazy upset. But going on for wins, it was a great year for some of the winners. Livy Gladstone won. Divine Joy... Divine Joy Randolph won. And Emma Stone won. 
all women my love. So I was very happy. I also thought the Emma Stone winning was quite funny when you consider um, there's a Dumois blind where her and um, Margot Robbie allegedly have some beef with one another and they're in the set they were in the same category <laughs> so it was quite funny to see emma stone win i say that i really like margot robbie i love them both but now learning about that beef it made it a bit more juicy it also made the um i guess oscar race a bit more interesting because to be fair going in to I guess the Golden Globes Divine Joy Randolph is the front runner for the best supporting actress which I'm really glad to see I really want to see the holdovers I haven't got around to it yet but I will and I felt like Louis Gladstone to me was a cert as well um but it's interesting as much as I love Emma Stone I wasn't sure what poor things was going to do awards wise but I'm glad I, I am a fan of a Yorgos Lanthimos flick. So be interesting to see what happens in the BAFTAs, the SAG, so on and so forth. Going back to Ayo Edebiri, I also really enjoyed how much she did not enjoy being asked about Jeremy Allen White's Calvin Klein ad. Now, I actually haven't watched the ad in full because... I felt weird watching it all in full, but I loved every time she was asked, she either flinched or tried to deflect. And honestly, I get it. That's her co-worker. That's her friend. Would you want to be constantly talking about people finding your friend hot when it's your night too? Think about it. But yeah, I really enjoyed all the clips from that. I also enjoyed Elizabeth Debicki winning because I am a Princess Diana girl. Also, I'm a really big fan of Elizabeth. I always feel like whenever she's in something, she always elevates it. And if you haven't, go watch Widows, Steve McQueen's Widows, Viola Davis, Elizabeth Debicki. Wonderful, perfect, or wonderful. It's quite actually a serious film, but it's a great film. And I think a lot of people slept on it. So, Elizabeth Debicki. Goodness. Elizabeth the Bicky winning reminds me of it. Also, what I enjoyed about the Golden Globes is that I think it's unearthed the inner shipper in me because I saw that video going around of Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet just being smitten, young in love, chatting away. And I thought, oh, how cute. And then I also thought Club Chalamet is probably having a right meltdown right now but they look cute they look cute and in love and yes I did make the mistake of then looking at some Timothy Chalamet fan pages and they went insane some of them so I hope Kyla Fee proves his insane fans wrong I don't even want to say insane his weird fans wrong and kind of just make it work even get married because they're cute, they're young and love, they make sense as a couple. And I want them to prove the haters wrong. I also love the Kylophy of it all when it came to that video going around. Selena Gomez, Taylor Swift, 
and I don't know her name. I should have Googled it probably. But Miles Teller's wife gossiping about something. And it looks like Selena Gomez is saying, and I asked to take a photo of him and he said no. And like Taylor Swift's like, oh. and then the other friend's like, with Timothy? And Selena does that little nod where like you're sharing gossip with your friends and you're like, yeah, that's what happened. I loved it. I was obsessed. And honestly, if it's true, if it is right that Kylie stopped Selena taking a photo of Timothy, you know, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. That's not leaving me trying to be shady. It's just if Kylie's really good friends with Hayley Bieber, I wouldn't want someone who's been chatting about my friend behind their back, chatting about my friend's husband for years. I wouldn't want them taking a photo of my man. Nah. Now, I've talked about the positives. I'm going to talk about the meh. The, like it's fine, but I wasn't too infused. This might be slightly controversial, but I'm not the biggest fan of what was I made for from the Barbie soundtrack. While I do love it, I think I've just kind of got over it because everyone keeps playing it on TikTok. So I see it a lot and I'm just like, oh, again. But I'm also kind of over like the slower serious song was always winning these types of awards. And I really wanted I'm Just Ken to win because I like a peppy, upbeat song. And to be fair, I'm Just Ken is my song. It was literally, I think, six on my most played songs of... 2023 on my Spotify wrapped, which is a very embarrassing fact to share. But yeah, I like it when the more peppy song wins. I like it when it's a bit more upbeat rather than a slower ballad. But I was happy for Billie Eilish. Wonderful songstress. I'm also feeling quite torn about Best Supporting Actor this year, which I never thought I'd ever say. I would never say, like, never think that the Best Supporting Actor is the one I'm putting the most thought into but it's tearing me apart a little bit I really wanted and want Ryan Gosling to win and for a good portion I guess of last year I solely wanted him to win but then I saw May December and I saw Charles Melton of former Riverdale fame in the role and then he just, like, knocked it out of the park. He was... I just thought he was amazing portraying this man who's essentially frozen in time, frozen as a child, a teenager, and just kind of portraying this... To how confusing it must be and also how, like, self-conscious you would be and... Uh, I just think he portrayed it beautifully and oh the the body acting uh, wonderful if you see May December go watch it it is a really good film and he's amazing in it but obviously that makes me torn because now I want him to win as well and it's like who do I root for I don't know do I root for my Ken my Riverdale I don't know and also to top it all off I'm also not mad if I if Ryan if Robert Downey Jr. won the Oscar in the end, 
because he was growing Oppenheimer and he did win the Golden Globes and now it's like he's the front runner. And I'm feeling a lot of emotions. I mean, I wasn't being mad at it, but actually I think I probably would be a bit mad at it because I'm still a little bit salty about Austin Butler not winning, which is a bit controversial because everyone loves Brendan Fraser, myself included. And I'm really glad he did win, but also there's a part of me that's still like, it should have gone to Austin. But we'll have to see what happens with the continuation of this award season. Actually, going back to Ryan, I was actually expecting some more Barbie wins. I don't know what, I thought it would do better at the Golden Globes than other award shows, but that might not be the case. I mean, even if it doesn't sweep the award shows, I feel like, it's made a lasting impact that everyone involved should be proud of. But yeah, I just expected it to win a bit more. I say that, I think it won what, two? Which is still very decent. But yeah, if Ryan had won, it would have been free, but there we go. I also, going back to Barbie, I am really enjoying that Margot Robbie is still dressing in Barbie-centric outfits. I, I love the scene. And I'm really hoping she goes all out for the Oscars. Really, I hope Barbie, like, sweeps the nominations for Oscars purely so I know Margot Robbie's going to turn up in a Barbie-themed out outfit. It would be amazing. And to be fair, I, talking about outfits, some of the outfits were interesting this year. I felt like, I'm not even interested in a, oh, that's terrible, I want to talk about it way. I felt like people either dressed really beautifully or you just looked at it and you're like, eh, that. I just feel like people could have pushed themselves a bit more. That's what I'm going to say. But maybe they're waiting for, I don't know, the BAFTAs, the SAG Awards the Oscars, but I like it when people commit to every single award show. That's why everyone likes watching Lupita Nyong'o when she comes to an award show, because she always brings it for every single one, and it's beautiful. Also, this is like a slight meh, but it's more so uh, watching clips from the Golden Globes. I'm not going to pretend that I watched the whole show. I watched clips. And seeing like a lot of the articles and posts about it afterwards. I do think Taylor Swift is very quickly approaching the overexposure level she had of like 2015, 2016 in such a short amount of time that it is slightly worrisome. But also quite interesting to watch. But yeah, I think she's um very overexposed again. Which is mad to think how quick that happened. Considering she spent six years relatively under the radar. Obviously she's one of the biggest stars in the world. So she's never she was never fully under the radar. But now we're seeing her here, there and everywhere. I do wonder if that public opinion might shift again. 
But I mean, either way, it gives me something to talk about. So you do you. You do, Taylor. I thought she looked really good, actually. I really liked her dress. I thought she looked lovely. So thank you, Taylor, for bringing that. Um, now let's go to my eels. And funnily enough, both involve stand-up comedians. Firstly, I'm going to talk about Ricky Gervais winning a Golden Globe for stand-up. I don't like him. I think he's a crappy comedian. I think he's an even crappier person. I think he's lazy and I think he relies on the whole, oh, I can't say it, oh, I'm going to say it, oh, it's funny. And it's, it's always punching down and it's just, it's lazy. It's lazy. And I don't know why the Golden Globes, why does the Hollywood, why does the Hollywood Foreign Press Association love him so much? I don't get it. But either way, He's not even the one that annoyed me the most last night. Joe Coy's whole monologue was very interesting. Because I say interesting, I really should say quite cringy. Because I don't know, the humour just felt dated. And I feel like kept like taking shots at Barbie. And yes, I am a massive Barbie fan, I'm a massive Greta Gerwig fan. But I feel like if you that doesn't I, that doesn't mean I think people can't criticize it. But his criticisms were just they weren't even criticisms, they were just dumb sexist jokes like how comparing it to Oppenheimer saying how Oppenheimer was based off this Pulitzer prize winning book and Barbie's just based on a doll with big boobs. It just feels lonely. And it also feels like you didn't watch the film because it's just so much more than that. And it just feels like a cheap shot. Like it's easy to poke fun out of the one based on the doll. And I guess to go even further, based on something that women or girls might enjoy more. But it just felt lazy. And I just really hated watching the clips because he was proper laughing at his own jokes, but the others weren't. And it was just really awkward to watch and I didn't like it and I was getting secondhand embarrassment. And yeah, and he kept talking about like, I only got hired for like 10 days ago, the ones you're laughing at are the ones I've written. It's like people aren't laughing that much. They're really not laughing that much. So I wouldn't be bragging. And also 10 days is still plenty of time to write a monologue that doesn't just take cheap shots at films but yeah as a Barbie fan I was not impressed and honestly if looks could kill Greta Gerwig's face afterwards if I was him I'd be worried but yes this was my I guess recap review of the Golden Globes with quite a few moments of me stumbling over my words which I do apologise for. But I think this was a an interesting Golden Globes. I think it will make a good indicator of what's going to happen for the rest of the award season. And it has made me very excited to see what happens next. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of Loose Lees. I hope you also enjoy the award season. Or even if you don't enjoy it, I hope this has inspired you to 
at least keep check, keep note of what's going on. But yeah, thank you all for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your 2024, of your month, of your evening. And thank you for your time. Toodles.